Welcome to the Everything You Need to Know About Business That They Don't Teach in Med School podcast. Our goal is to demystify the business concepts of private practice medicine and put you on a road to success, whether you're starting a new practice or have been in private practice for years. We are your hosts, Dr. Jessica Jamison and Amy Reynolds. Thank you for joining us. Remember, if you enjoy the content, hit subscribe so we can continue to bring this to you. Let's talk about business coaching. Whether your business is just starting out and needs help moving in the right direction, or your brand is established but has hit a plateau, a business coach will assist you in creating a plan for geometric growth and unprecedented success. Ascendant Business Coaching is a tailored program where you receive coaching from both a practice executive and a physician who have a proven track record in creating successful medical practices. Check out our website at www.ascendantcoaches.com to schedule a free consultation. That's www.ascendant C-O-A-C-H-E-S dot com. Welcome to episode five, legal considerations and starting a practice. The three takeaways from this week's episode are number one, pick that name and structure. Number two, find your location. And number three, get an attorney to help you with the setup. Let's move into number one, talking about picking a name and a structure. This can be really more challenging, I think, than you than you realize initially. Um, you know, part of me says, like, it really matters. But the other part of me says, well, you're kind of stuck with this, like all over your T-shirts and your water bottles for a long time. It's kind of hard to change your name. So um, you want to give this some thought, but probably not dwell on it. I mean, there's some considerations. You know, do you want to call it Frank's pain practice? If you need to bring a partner in in the future, is he really going to want to work for Frank's pain pet? practice if he's a partner too could you make it something a little more generic so lots of sort of considerations there um make it something unique is kind of my thought process uh and then um the next step on that is to figure out what your what your structure of that organization is going to be i think that you know a long time ago when we used telephone books the trick in finding a name for a, any business was make it at the beginning of the alphabet that's not as big of a deal now, but but it's something to consider. Uh, you know, even in in searches, it's going to come up. A is going to come up before Z. So if that if that makes a difference to you, think about that. Also, think about is it trademarkable? You know, in our world of copyrights and trademarks and registering names, you never know what your business will grow into. So you want to make sure that your name isn't the exact same name as every other practice in town. And so find some unique qualities. And once you've decided on that name, then you've got to decide on what your business structure is going to be. LLC versus PLC versus an S Corp. Talk to your accountant. I think that's that's the biggest thing is as physicians, you went to medical school to learn about how to fix a human body, right? Um, hire a good accountant, hire a good um, professional who can help you with your taxes and who can help to make sure that your tax structure is set up correctly. And that's really what it's all about when you're setting up the structure of your business is how will it be taxed 
and what's the what's the best way to uh, to set up that those taxes? We all know that you're going to pay an arm and a leg in taxes anyway, so you want to make sure that you're paying as little as you have to. And then with that will come some of the partnership questions. If you're opening a solo practice, it may be advisable to set uh, to set up the structure differently than if you're starting with a, a partner. So those kind of things, I think the accountant can be uh, invaluable on. You don't want to be sitting up at 2 a.m. trying to Google the right answer on that one. I would just ask somebody there. Uh, secondly, let's move into the finding a location. This is a big piece. So you cannot, so you have to have a location, a physical address in order to start the credentialing process, um, especially for Medicare, uh, but for all of them really. And when we initially did this, we tried to do it with a P.O. box, and then we realized, no, nope, no, nope, it has to be a physical address. So you can't just go get a P.O. box and say that's my address. I would not recommend using your home address, as I've heard of people doing before, because um, that is, you, want, you really want everyone to know where you live? I mean, I think that if you attach your home address to your uh, Medicare credentialing, that, that that could present a problem in the future. You know, a funny story, Dr. Jamison attached her cell phone number initially, and that I think has caused you nightmares from, for Still. all the years. Yes. Um, and so just be really careful whatever personal information you put as you're, as you're on these legal documents to set up your business, you want to make sure that you've got a set location and a set phone number that is not your personal home or, or cell phone. And determining that physical location early on is, is crucial, of course, for this credentialing process, but it's also really crucial because it can take some time to build that place out too. So you really want to get on top of this real early in the process. You can have discussions with the landlord about, um, you know, deferring rent for three or four months while you're waiting to kind of get things set up. Um, there's a lot of creative ways to do that, but you really do need that physical address uh, before you move any further in the process itself. And finally... We highly recommend getting an attorney for the setup portion of this, right? For the legal, um, the legal aspects where you're registering with the state, where you're registering with the federal government, where you're getting an EIN, where you're getting NPI for the business, which is different from your personal NPI. It's very important to keep that in mind as well. Um, and there's just so many aspects of this um, to to make sure that are done correctly, because again, errors at, at this stage in the game can be pretty catastrophic and snowball later on. So you really want to make sure this is done uh, done right. And uh, we feel pretty strongly that it's worth the money to pay the attorney to do that for you. Absolutely. There are so many details involved that having it in someone else's court is perfect. It's worth the 500 to $2,000 to set it up. Your operating agreement will be in order. Your articles of incorporation will be in order. Um, as Dr. Jameson inferred, your EIN and your um, NPI numbers, they will all be set if you have an attorney take this on. And there is, you know, online sources, but we like real people. So, um, so consider hiring an actual attorney rather than just a legal online help. Which, which you can do, and you know, I guess there's probably no real problem with that, but it, just like we, we were talking about with the bank, having these personal relationships, especially um, people who live in the area that you live, I think is really helpful down the line, right? Typically, you're not going to hire an, a, an attorney whose only job in the world is to file an EIN number, right? They're going to have a lot of other expertise that they're going to potentially help you with down the line, whether it be from a business side of things, the HR side of things, negotiations with hospitals, these sort of things. So kind of picking these people carefully and having them in your back pocket 
um, will we'll pay off in droves uh, down the line. So in conclusion for today's episode, the legal considerations of starting a practice, number one, pick that name and get the structure decided on. Number two, get a physical location as soon as possible. And number three, pay the money to get an attorney to set this up for you. As always, feel free to email us with thoughts, ideas, and suggestions at info at ascendantcoaches.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Thinking of starting a private practice? Not sure where to start or what to do? Join our Practice Accelerator course, where we walk you through the ins and outs of getting started. Sign up at www.pracaccel.com. That's www.pracaccel.com. Dr. Jessica Jamison and Amy Reynolds are not serving you as licensed professionals. They are not providing accounting, tax, legal, financial, healthcare, therapeutic advice, diagnosis, or treatment. As such, this podcast is for educational purposes only and should not be considered personalized advice.